Hi and welcome back to the Terracotta podcast where we talk about art, science, design, culture and more and try to forge positive connections between things. Before I begin today's topic, I would love to thank everyone who listened to me patiently in my previous episodes, especially those who shared them and gave feedback. This time, I'll tell you what I think of rags, riches and realism. This episode is brought to you by the Empty Bowl project. What started as an academic project grew to be a poignant tale of self-realization about which I'll talk today. In March, before the lockdown stopped life all over the world, our new media professor gave us a small project of starting a social media campaign for a simple social cause. This was around the time when I had read the Quora answer on how designers don't do anything for the poor, which you must have heard about in detail in one of my previous episodes. So I started the empty bowl project. I didn't expect to change the world or something. It was just a college project. I expected to raise some level of awareness just in my campus. I made social media creatives and came up with content and things like that. But to be honest, I needed the project more than it needed me, you know. After the lockdown began, I came home. I started creating content, highlighting the plight of the migrant workers and researching a lot in the process. I managed to learn so much. I also learned how artists were creating art around it and I loved how even those who never lifted a pencil beyond school began to draw. Of course, I witnessed fundraisers where art was sold for the benefit of the migrant workers and I witnessed people buying art to support the initiative. And yes, I also witnessed people pushing their own propaganda in the disguise of charity, which I won't talk about in my podcast because there are many many people to talk about that. It's strange how we create content around the negative and ignore the positive and then say that the world is in for a treat from Satan. You may say no one helps the poor anymore. But if you observe well, you see little acts of kindness everywhere. It depends on what you choose to see. In February, me and a friend were having tea in this obnoxiously named tea shop called Darling. The USP is that they sell tea in a kulhar. Now you might laugh when I tell you this, but it's a USP for them because in the northeast, especially in Borland, tea stalls do not serve tea in kulhars at all. They either have tea in plastic cups or in glass cups. In fact, I haven't seen terracotta articles in Borland at all. If you have, do let me know. So we were sipping our chai when I noticed that a little shabbily dressed lady was sitting on the footpath opposite to the shop with all her worldly belongings spread on the pavement. When I say shabbily, I mean she was literally dressed in rags. So I have a history of crazy women chasing me across the street which is why I didn't go near her. But uh, after 5 minutes she left her seat there and went somewhere. Probably to pee. And another urchin came along and tried to steal some coins she had lying on her blanket. But this shopkeeper chased him away. When the lady finally came back to her seat, the shopkeeper scolded her and told her to keep her money safely. He even offered her a cup of tea. This was a very sweet incident that I witnessed. 
on the contrary just after the lockdown began my father went out to get groceries and saw a sick man being chased away from the shop the man had visible scabs and my dad bought him some food and ointment it turns out the beggar actually had money and he had gone to the shop to buy bread and not beg for it but the shopkeeper mistreated him i recently watched an episode of this show called modern love where the main character was a homeless woman and i don't think so she was older than me she traveled around the country with all her worldly belongings in her rucksack but being homeless was her own decision we often think of how modern society has created boundaries imposed the norms of having property to our name a permanent address while we forget that our own very ancestors were nomads I've realized that the concept of homelessness can have many interpretations. However, it's important to consider homeless people as people. Whether they're homeless because they were born homeless, were trying to run away from poverty, governments or abuse, because our very own ancestors were homeless after all. India is one of those countries where the gap between the rich and the poor is very pronounced. You don't even have to be blind to notice it. and you don't even have to be blind to see how much food milk and other products in india goes waste but people turn a blind eye wherever they see a small genuine situation where they can help i've seen people being adamant against donating blood because of the millions of scams they have heard about but in reality the blood we donate saves lives on a daily basis on an hourly basis in fact if all the educated people in our country donated blood regularly there would be no blood crisis in our healthcare systems the way we deal with reality is very similar to how young inexperienced artists deal with realism there are two type of artists the genuine one who learn to sketch ardently and reach a level where they can sketch everything realistically and then after learning practicing and mastering the ropes of realism decide to take the path of simplicity breaking down forms creating abstract shapes and finally drawing like a child again like se picasso it's not easy and it's not the only path in life we have the option to see reality for what it is and then choose easier paths for ourselves We know we must learn the rules properly and then break them. But again, to make life easy, we don't go through the rules. We start breaking them and then making our own. We chuck off every beggar as a scam and every act of kindness as a scheme. Sometimes we don't even have we don't even help people even if we want to since we feel like we might be considered schemers. We don't learn to cook with our own blend of spices first. We begin right off with the biryani mix. We are dependent on cake mix, which is an amazing business strategy by the way. Baking a cake, much like anything else in life, requires practice. I'm recording this after eating store-bought cake because my own fancy rum cake was a failure. But when Betty Crocker launched her own cake mix around the 1950s, no one would actually buy it why guilt been seen as a failure 
someone who's unable to bake a cake had to go to the store and buy a cake mix a loser they had to add add an egg on the back of the box to build an illusion that people were actually doing something while baking a cake of a box mix back in the 1950s if a kid took tuitions in india they would be called duffers now if a kid does not take tuition now or coaching they would be called stupid don't get me wrong i have had my fair share of tuitions after the age of 14 though before which i was mentioned in a boarding school system by some really great teachers even then i'm lucky to have passed through an amazing close knit tuition community and never been to one of those classes where there are 200 or 300 students sitting together and studying it's funny how the easy life has created an illusion of being the right life the easy thing to do the right thing to do there are people who begin this way and i am one of them i used to hate sketching and writing on pen and paper the computer was my best friend but after the lockdown i took classes and started from dots and lines and i progressed till curves and i started making shapes and i practiced thousands of lines and curves and shapes squares and rectangles and cubes and cuboids daily and now i realize the importance of practicing all that the importance of following a linear path now that we have talked about a bunch of serious things i just want to let you know that of course scams are real but this shouldn't stop you from doing your own research and yes there's a way to deal with scammers now i love watching carl rock videos and james veach videos and here is my little own adventure in replying to a scam so one fine day i got an email in my inbox from something called somewhere called instatransfer@gmail.com and the email went something like this your funds reconfirm your funds reconfirmation sorry your funds reconfirmation reconfirmation foreign payment contract office bank of ghana address one thorp road central bank okay this bank again code bank and then there's this random code and the mail goes like this your payment file is on our desk reply for your transfer this is about your contract fund which your name has been used as the beneficiary for years to receive the fund of dollar 1100000 i didn't even count the zeros there 1100000 united states dollar nice we shall proceed to transfer your money when we hear from you details below are required and then they ask my name my phone number my address stuff like that and it was signed dr mike soptu bank of ghana now i have no idea why but most of these scam emails come from africa so i replied hi dr mike thank you so much where is this payment coming from i'd like to see the details and get the amount immediately but i don't use dollars i use rupees can you make them rupees dr mike thanks dr mike well and actually waited for a reply because i wanted to you know build a funny conversation around it and waste his time and then he replied after i think a week or so sir puja 
सर पूजा जस्ट इमेजिन सर पूजा सर पूजा थैंक्स फॉर योर मेल द फंड्स कैन बी कन्वर्टेड टू रुपीज दर इज नो प्रॉब्लम ऑन दैट जस्ट प्रोवाइड योर डिटेल्स विद अ कॉपी ऑफ योर इंटरनेशनल पासपोर्ट और एनी मोर ऑफ आइडेंटिफिकेशन एज सुन एज यू प्रोवाइड द नीडेड इन्फॉर्मेशन इट विल बी सबमिटेड टू पेमेंट ऑफिस एंड यू विल प्रोसीड एंड ट्रांसफर योर फंड्स इमीडिएटली वेटिंग फॉर द डिटेल्स थैंक्स डॉक्टर माइक बोघाना नाव आई डोट बोघाना बट इज साइन इफ बोघाना एंड देन आई रिप्लाइड थैंक यू आई हैव टू वेट टू डेज टू गेट माई पासपोर्ट आई सेंड यू ऑल द डिटेल्स इन टू डेज इज इन चॉकलेट नाइस इन गाना विल यू सेंड मी चॉकलेट्स टू and then he replied we think you are not serious and then i replied i'm quite serious the passport will come tomorrow till then i just want to know about chocolates in fact i will invest the money you send me in a chocolate business dr mike okay i had so much fun doing this i actually waited up for scam calls and scam mails these days of course if you wish to take this up as a hobby open up a separate email account and then have fun anyways i decided to mail him again dr mike can you confirm there's no risk involved my passport is here should i send you a scan or a photograph of it to which he replied no risk at all do not panic send the passport and then i sent the picture of a passport of course i didn't send a picture of my passport i just picked up a random picture from the internet and then sent it to him and he realized i was missing with him and he never texted me again but we had fun and we wasted his time and i can't imagine he thought i had invested in a chocolate business why would i invest so much of money in a chocolate business anyways just want to end this by saying open up a separate email account if you want to do this take up as take it up as a hobby have fun but know your limits and let me know so i want to end today's episode by remembering you again that only you have the power you have the power to believe that you're rich and you have the power to believe that you're poor you have the power to treat the world the way you want to you have the power to think that everything in life is a scam and it's you who can go beyond that thought and believe that nothing is a scam and everything happens for a reason in this huge odd patchwork diverse and yet beautiful world this new year i wish you see beauty in everything and when you don't see it seek it because this might be an odd large world but is the one you call home we can't choose the era we were born into but we can choose how to live our lives and i hope you're able to fill your life with happiness thank you